Hello and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Milden Hall for the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. I pray this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Pharisees went away to work out between them how to trap Jesus in what he said. And they sent their disciples to him, together with the Herodians, to say, Master, we know that you are an honest man and teach the way of God in an honest way, and that you are not afraid of anyone because a man's rank means nothing to you. Tell us your opinion then. Is it permissible to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus was aware of their malice and replied, You hypocrites, why do you set this trap for me? Let me see the money you pay the tax with. They handed him a denarius and he said, Whose head is this? Whose name? Caesar's, they replied. He then said to them, Very well, give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God What belongs to God? The Gospel of the Lord. Give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Give back to God what belongs to God. Trick questions that put people on the spot have been around for years, as long as there have been public issues and leaders offering new solutions, new programmes. This one, which the Pharisees put to Jesus, had this obvious double edge. The issue of paying um, tax to the Roman emperors, uh, emperor was, was one of the, the hot topics, if you like, of the day. Imagine how would you like it if um, you woke up one morning and discovered that people from the other end of the world had just marched into your own country and then demanded that you pay tax as a reward for having stolen your land. That sort of thing still causes riots and revolutions, just as it did in Jesus' day. So it's a hot topic. Jesus has to tread very carefully here. Jesus has a problem, however. Anyone leading a movement, calling itself the kingdom of God, claiming to be Messiah, would be expected to oppose the tax or face ridicule and resentment from the people. Surely the whole point of God becoming king was that Caesar wouldn't be king. Of course, the kingdom of God was of a very different order. And Jesus saw through his interrogator's pretense and asked for the coin used to pay the tax, a Roman coin, which was obligatory. And he then inquires about the image and inscription found on the coin. Now, many Jews considered the coin itself as a blasphemy. For in having a human representation on it, it violated the commandment against graven images. It also had an inscription on it saying that Caesar was the son of God and high priest. 
A blasphemy, a claim that rivaled God's exclusive sovereignty over Israel. So it's understandable that the Jews would want to be rid of this coin. Still, it's interesting that it's Jesus' opponents who could produce one of these coins, whereas Jesus does not. Jesus, who had previously expressed willingness to pay the temple tax to avoid scandal, was not unwilling that the poll tax be paid to Caesar. But, and this is important, Jesus goes a step further when he adds, give to God the things that are of God. What's interesting about this phrase is that it's all inclusive because God's image and likeness is found inscribed on all God's subjects, on all of us. Therefore, we can say that all of a believer's life should be rendered to God, whilst a mere coin can still be owed to a civil ruler. So often, the gospel offers to us a reality check. Jesus encourages us to to get our acts together and get our priorities in order. And today's gospel is no different. Give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Give back to God what belongs to God is, is not a theology about the relationship between politics and religion. It would be a mistake to read this verse like this. Jesus was not trying to give an answer for all time on how politics and religion should work. That was not his point. He was countering the Pharisees' challenge to him with a sharp challenge in return. Was it, after all, they who were really compromised? Had they really given their full allegiance to God? Were they not simply playing games, keeping Caesar happy while speaking about the things of religion. Jesus, through his gospel, offers to each of us the same dynamic challenge. Do we have our priorities right? Are we willing to give to God what belongs to God? And what belongs to God? Ultimately, everything. Everything. You know, we can get so het up with possessions, money, people, relationships, that we forget that none of these things actually belong to us. When we try and hold on to stuff, whatever it is, two things happen. Firstly, the things that we try and hold on to, they hold on to us, they possess us and diminish our freedom. Secondly, we miss out on so much else because our energies, our focus, our desire is on whatever it is we're trying to possess. Giving to Caesar what belongs to Caesar is a principle which means that we, we shouldn't hold on to anything too tightly. Why? Because ultimately, everything belongs to God. God is the one in charge, not us. 
Our peace, our freedom, our health, our well-being flows from living in right relationship with God. God must have the center stage in our lives and we must not begrudge giving to him. God wants us, all of us, not just parts of our lives, not just the nice sections. He wants the whole deal. So we must learn to place our time, our energy, our hobbies, our families, our friends, our anxieties, our finances into his hands. There is not a part of our lives where God is absent. There is not anything in our life that doesn't ultimately belong to God. Brothers and sisters, by all means, give to Caesar or Boris or Trump, for that matter, what belongs to them. But let's make sure we give to God what belongs to God. And that, brothers and sisters, quite frankly, is everything. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of Brandon and Mildenhall in the UK, then please visit our website at stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. Alternatively, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash bmrcparish. To follow me on social media, go to my Twitter handle at FatherLukeG, that's F-R-Luke-G. If you'd like to read pastoral and theological reflections, then check out my blog at FatherLukeGoymore.com, that's F-R-Luke-Goymore.com. Hope this podcast has been of some use to you and helps to nourish you in your journey of faith. God bless you. <laughs>